When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow. Mixed with tequila and wine on an empty stomach. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? What's happening, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. You can find this podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, and every day at 9.45 a.m. It goes live on Instagram. Uh, first and foremost, say hi to some people. What's up, BJ? Hi, Scooter. What's up, Susie? Hi, Amanda, Wyatt, Lynn, Anna. Good to see everybody. Glad, hopefully you guys are having a good day today. Tuesday, man, last night, I tried to stay up a little bit later because I wanted to watch it in real time. Um, talking about this Friday, new Ghostbusters is going to be coming out. And uh, I don't know, as, as a child, a product of the 80s, that shit blows my mind that uh, I was reading some of the reviews on it and they said, dude, this thing is... The all-ladies Ghostbusters, I was like, okay, I get why you're doing it. It's cool. Like, I get it. But it's not going to be as good, and it wasn't, and now this one, apparently, fucking, they knock it out of the park. So, looking forward to seeing it, uh, hopefully after this weekend. Mel saying, what up? Good to see you. What's up, Jim Norder? We're all uh, getting together Thursday night. Myself, Jim Norder, Todd Sater, we're going to be at uh, Joker's in Grantsburg, Wisconsin. Can't wait, man. Should be a good show. Heading up there on Thursday. Show starts 7 p.m., 20 bucks to get in. Uh, LOL, I thought of you when I was watching The Tonight Show. It says Amanda. Oh, yeah. Uh, I wanted to save and watch it. I was trying to get into some Ted Lasso. And then yesterday was one of those days where I started out like on a Monday where I'm like, this is going to be an easy day. I ain't got shit in the hopper, man. Like a couple small things to, you know, to finish up. And then that, no, fuck no, dude. It was like email after email after next thing you know, man. Like uh, I was trying to get on a mic last night and they had me slated to go like third and I had to like text the guy and be like, dude, I, I, I'm not going to be there till late. I apologize. So they pushed me to the way back of the show, which is fine. Cause then I, I got there and actually had a chance to like jot down a, uh, a couple of ideas before jumping up on stage. But man, it was just one of those days. And I got home and Christ, next thing you know, man, it's like pounding it out till 1030. And then finally just going, dude, you gotta, you gotta call it a night. Like, I'm sorry. I can't get to everybody. Obviously I would love to. But sometimes you just can't. You just can't. Now, the reason why I bring it up is I was uh, I was kind of just watching that interview with Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray. And here they are last night on with uh, Jimmy Fallon talking about why it is they decided to do a brand new Ghostbusters. I know people have been trying to get you guys together to reunite for a long time. Why now? Jason Reitman wrote a great script, so full of heart, and going right back to the first two movies, and it's DNA, and it's heart, and soul, and we just read it and thought, you know, this is, this is the right time, and, uh, and this is the right way to do it. Jason is the son of the original director, Ivan Reitman, and Jason's made some great movies on his own, and he had his own take on, because he grew up as a child of the Ghostbusters, sort of, in a way. He, um, he had something he thought would work as a good story, and we all agreed that it, he, he got it. Yeah, it's nice to see that those guys were all there last night. Harold Ramis, Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray. Um, did I say Harold Ramis? No, obviously Harold Ramis not around. 2014, didn't realize, man, 2014 was when that guy 
kicked off. Ernie Hudson is who I meant. Um, Ernie Hudson, by the way, Minnesota native. Not a lot of folks know that. We got some big ballers here in Minnesota. Cisco, Suni Lee, some little tiny diminutive guy that can wield a guitar pretty goddamn good. And then Ernie Hudson. Who would have thought? Dude lives down in Burnsville. Um, but, uh, you know, as a child having like, I told the story the other day about how my mother beat me mercilessly with the Ecto-1 car that I opened up before we went uh, before Hall- or before Christmas and then naming all of my Ghostbusters fish after the names of the Ghostbusters. Four goldfish and a white one. Obviously, the white one goes by the name Slimer. And uh, yeah, man, I was uh, <laughs> I was looking forward to that one with all the lady folk, especially since my guy Adam Ray was in the movie and then also voiced Slimer for that rendition, which I thought was okay right away when I started watching it. And I'm like, eh, and it wasn't that great, you know, even the guys who put that together, you know, will be like, yeah, it was okay. It wasn't bad, but it was all right. Lizzie Jones, I thought was really good. Um, Kate McKinnon was phenomenal in it. It just didn't like gel, you know, like sometimes you find a movie where you go, okay, well, all the parts of this movie the sum of its parts make a good movie. And sometimes there's just a good movie. This had neither of those. It didn't have great parts and it didn't wasn't that great of a film. I was like, I don't know what to tell you guys. You fucking missed the ball on this one. So, um, yeah, it, um, I don't know. It was fine, but whatever. I'm glad this new one's coming out. The way it looks, just like the cinematography of it. Paul Rudd. I mean, Jesus Christ. is That, that guy does not miss every time, man. Everything that guy does, phenomenal. So I'm looking forward to this one. Comes out on Friday. I unfortunately probably won't get a chance to see it because I'm going to be in Austin until Sunday. So maybe like, I don't know. I love going to like a Tuesday matinee. That to me is, is like the best time to go. There's nobody around. It's five bucks. You get to walk in, enjoy yourself. Fuck, dude. Like that's the best. I hate going. I'm not a big seven o'clock movie guy. Too many trailers. I feel like I'm, I'm anxious to get out. I just want to like spend half a day watching a movie that I enjoy. So, yeah. As Mel says, yes, the $5 movie on Tuesdays. Dude, that AMC Stubbs card. Don't sleep on that Stubbs card. I know everybody wants to go out and get a black Amex. You get yourself a Stubbs card. That With all the perks and benefits, you'd be a fool not to. <laughs> that's, really how you, that's really how you become rich. Getting yourself an AMC Stubbs card. That's right. Did you guys see this the other day in Minneapolis at the Guthrie Theater? Holy shit. God. I know we're all losing our goddamn mind, but this woman literally lost it. 30 minutes they had to push back the play at the Guthrie while this lady was goddamn freaking out. Get out of my country. Get out of my country. That's where we're at, everybody. Bitching and screaming and pissing and moaning about what? About the play? As I was watching that video, I was like, that's first off, that's spot on. 
dead nuts Minneapolis. Um, we are just the home of fucking Karens nonstop. It is unbelievable. Uh, Mel, ever go to the Alamo in Woodbury? $5 there too on Tuesday as well before the pandemic. I have been there many times. In fact, a couple of my short films have screened in the Alamo. Probably my favorite theater. It is a little bit out of the way. It's kind of a drive coming from Richfield to get all the way to the Alamo. Especially when like AMC Southdale is fucking six blocks away. So like that's usually where I hit it up. I can't. Woodbury's far. It's, it's It's a drive, man. Like... I enjoy that theater. It's probably my favorite theater. Hands down my favorite theater, but too far of a drive. I appreciate it, though. Um, let's see. Jen just jumped onto the uh, the live feed. What's up, Jen? Thank you for the nice accolades. I was, um, uh, I was uh, hosting my daughter's gymnastics meet on Saturday over at uh, Kennedy High School in Bloomington. The Glitz and Glam meet, if you will. And we had this really nice moment afterwards. One of the girls that is uh, on the squad, she's a little younger. She's my daughter's best friend's younger sister. And she's a heck of a gymnast. So she took home all these awards. It was like one of her first meets. She got best all around, like, you know, first place on basically three out of four events. And she had a good day. So later on, I was walking, you know, just kind of around the venue. And I saw this girl, Avery, who I'm talking about. Uh, Avery was sitting by herself. So I went and I sat down next to her. I go, hey, babe, heck of a night. She goes, yeah. I said, congratulations. She goes, thank you. I said, well, that's pretty awesome. First place all around. Walking home with some hardware tonight. She went, uh-huh. I was like, hey, you know what? Just for you. A little treat. I reached into my pocket and uh, pulled out a Twix bar. I said, uh, here you go. That's for you. She went, ooh, I can't have that. I said, oh, that's weird. I don't think there's any peanuts. Are you allergic to something? She said, no, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> that's where we've gotten with kids nowadays that's how easy it, that's how good all these kids have it the fact that you don't like a Twix bar Sir, I would ride on the rims of my BMX bike to possibly get the left Twix out of somebody's hand if they promised it six blocks away but this girl's like eh, eh, no, no, no dice there's so many good things you could eat that she's just like nah, no thank you which I get and listen, I've said a thousand times, Jolly Ranchers, Skittles, you can fill a, a landfill with them. I don't want any of that. They're garbage. They're so garbage, especially on a planet where there's tiramisu. Haven't you guys ever had cheesecake? Every time I see somebody plowing through a bag of Skittles, I'm like, have you never had good dessert? There's so many other. I'd rather have a graham cracker than Skittles. Hands down the worst. So gross. Like blow pops? Why do you want that nasty, aftertasty, thick saliva sludge in your mouth? It's so gross. Olina, that's my favorite dessert. Yeah, because it's delicious. It is phenomenal. Why would you ever want to like waste calories and taste buds on? L- let me ask you something. Here's a here's a really good way to judge it. If somebody were to say, listen. You only get, throughout life, you get 1,000 tastes. That's it. That's all you get. And you already have all the knowledge of taste. You know what things taste like, okay? And somebody said, you only get 1,000 between now and the day you die. Would you ever waste a taste on a Skittle? No. There's not a chance. There's no way you would waste one. So why would you eat it? Why? It's so bad. 
Uh, Lynn, I can hear Paul clicking around in the background. Yeah, his nails are a little long. And uh, I just, I don't know, I'm doing that move with him right now where I'm like, yeah, do we wait until uh, the snow starts to fly and he gets that one first time out in the snow? There he is. You can see him in the background of the Instagram live going to take a squat. There he is. What's up, buddy? <laughs> He's been kind of uh, PO'd at me as of recent. Uh, Mel, no, I don't. Uh, no, but I do like Skittles. Ah, see, I don't. Mm, there's, I don't like the sludgy, aftertasty. It's so gross. Not a fan. Not a fan. So many other better ones out there. Good morning, Mira. How are you? Um, yeah, I feel the same. Like as we were at the speaking of the gymnastics meet, as we were at the meet, they basically because there's two sides to the gym. There's where all the you know actual activities are taking place, and then the other side of the gym behind a big iron curtain is where the award ceremony happens. And the second, you know, some people's kids finish far before all the other kids. So parents start hightailing it over to the other side of the gym. And we just kindly remind everybody like, hey, listen, there's still some gymnasts that are competing. So isn't it nice to compete for a full house? Why don't you guys stick around for a little while? You know, Uh, the award ceremony ain't going anywhere. It's not like, You have to go sit in the nosebleeds at U.S. Bank Stadium. You might have three people sitting in chairs in front of you. So you didn't. Okay, so you don't need to be front row. Like, what's up with all the anxious? Everybody's splitting right away. Sit. Enjoy. Watch some of the other gymnasts. Converse with other parents. Do anything. But everybody starts to leave. So I looked over at Haley, one of our coaches, and I said, you know what I'm thinking about doing? I'm thinking about after everybody's splitting, watching all these parents pack up and go to the other side of the gym. Afterwards, uh, when the last girl is done competing, just getting on the mic and going, hey, thanks to everybody who stuck it out on this side of the gym. If you look under your seat, there's a crisp $100 bill. So thanks for sticking around. That is your repayment for doing what we ask of you. Obviously, there'd be no $100 bill, but if we were to tell people at the beginning of the the competition, if you stick it out until the end, we'll give you $100. Everybody would do it. Everybody. So what would makes the, what makes the difference of you doing it with or without the money? If you would do it for the money, shouldn't you just do it? Shouldn't that just be the thing that you do? If that's the right thing, if we're asking you to do the right thing, just do the right thing. Don't get compensated for it. <sighs> Mira, Paul knows something we don't. Well, oh, why he doesn't like me as of recent? Um, I don't know what his deal is. I don't know what's up. I don't know if uh, maybe it's just I, I was gone for a few days. And I think sometimes re- like because lately he's been hiding out in, in Kinley's room and he just splits and goes and lays on her bed and doesn't come out. And I think maybe he's kind of getting pissed off that I've been so busy. I'm going to see it. Like even, you know, he kind of turns his back on me quite a bit. Last night I brought him a pig ear and he lost his mind about it. I've showed you guys those videos of him eating those pig ears, man. Like he goes nuts because he can smell it in the bag. Like there's no way you could have one of those pig ears locked in titanium in a lucite case, handcuffed in an attache case, handcuffed to your wrist. And that dog would know that you got a pig ear. Uh, Amanda, could it be the pushing when he was next to you on the couch? Uh, yeah, he gets a little annoyed. 
I think he's, it must just be old age though. Cause usually when I'd walk over and I'd pet him, like he would be like, ah, lose his mind about it. And now I think he's just kind of getting to that age. I mean, you know, he's coming up on eight, I think eight. Yeah. So you do the math on that and damn near 60. I mean, Christ, I'm annoyed as all get out and I'm only 41. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every day at 9.45 a.m. It goes live on Instagram this Thursday. We'll see you guys at Jokers. Don't forget, Grantsburg, Wisconsin. Then the next two nights, I'm going to be in Austin, Texas at Creek and Cave with Jesse Mapeluso and Carly Aquilino. And then coming back next weekend, uh, Thanksgiving weekend, Friday and Saturday, Gutty's Comedy Club, Southdale, both shows Friday and Saturday at 7.30. So if uh, you want tickets for that, just uh, search Gutty's or I'll even put some info up online on uh, my Facebook page. Until then, really do appreciate you guys finding this podcast and hanging out with us every single day on Instagram. Thank you so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.